Welcome to Digital Nuggets Bite Size Marketing. Today, we're going to be on number four of our video marketing series, where we talk about distribution and impressions. So when you hear distribution and impression for video marketing, what do you think? Getting it out to the world and letting it do its thing. Just putting it out there. Putting it out there. <laughs> Excellent. So in terms of distribution of your video, what are the normal ways that people will use their, their video marketing? The great news is that on this show, we have a digital marketing expert sitting in front of me, you know, that we can discuss and, and get this information from. So I'm going to throw it back at you, Shirley. What's the best way once you receive content for your client? What is the first area that you kind of consider you look at? You would want to consider a where your original intention was to put the video. So if you've got a video for your website, I would suggest starting by by getting that on your website first and then looking at other places that your audience may be. So whether it's advertising and you're putting it out there on YouTube or Google ads or even turning it into an ad for social media, wherever your audience is or the people that you're trying to reach with the video, that's where your your main place is that you're going to want to put it. You can always expand from there, but focusing specifically on reaching the people you were trying to reach when you created the video is the first place to start. So in terms of social media, most people will be looking at something like Instagram. I think that's the main one for general advertising and stuff. TikTok is definitely coming up in the world, but I think those videos are a little bit different than the videos people would be using on other platforms. So TikTok is more off the cuff. You're just filming yourself doing your thing. And something like Instagram is where more brands are and more professional videos and things that get that sort of attention. So when you're looking at something like Instagram, you're looking at creating a reel. So if you have your video in vertical format, then you're all set to go, assuming it fits within the parameters and the timelines and the constrictions of Instagram. But you can always cut it up into clips and make it multiple pieces of content for your Instagram account, which ideally, if you're paying someone to create lovely videos for you, you would get more than one piece of content to use. The other one is for something like YouTube, normally people have like a landscape video. So you can use whatever you were using on your website, which is typically landscape, I believe. I don't think a lot of people have websites with vertical. It could be different depending on what their industry is or what their use was for it. There is a lot more mobile users now on websites than there ever was before. So that might be changing as well. So what used to be fully landscape because people were on their desktops and tablets and whatever might even be switching in the future. But for right now, your website's going to be mostly landscape. Am I correct? That is correct. Yes. Excellent. So that landscape version, you can then translate into something for Facebook or something for YouTube. And that gets you reach so much more than just on your website, obviously. As, you know, assuming you're a normal website that doesn't get tens of thousands of followers a day, you're better off putting it on multiple places to try and engage more customers or audience members. I completely agree with that. I mean, the, the one thing we talked about when we talk about branding, essentially the content that people will consume, wherever they consume that video, when they eventually make it to your website, was where you want to drive their attention to. You want to make sure that it's consistent. That same video that they've seen on Instagram or LinkedIn or any other social media platforms also exists on your website and vice versa. So if they see a video on your website, when they go to your social, they should be seeing that same video as well in whatever format or platform that they're looking at. That keeps the consistency going. That shows that 
you were able to utilize all the platforms out there, which you can. You can create the same video and put it on all the platforms. All you need to do is reformat it to match the criteria of that platform and that purpose. For example, on Instagram, you can have it as a square video. You can have it as a vertical reel. You can have it as a story, which is even shorter than that. And you can also have it as a standard landscape video, which people can click after a few seconds and then watch the rest of it if it's a longer video. So your video can exist on one platform in three different ways in a way. Same thing with YouTube. YouTube has shorts now, which is a vertical format. That one video that you create can live on multiple platforms promoting your business and it could live a quite a long time. I think the bigger picture for using the same content is having a similar call to action. So something that you want people to do when they view your video. So whether they're on social, whether they're on your website or whether they're on YouTube, having them come to your website or contact you or reach out some type of call to action that gets them to do something is ideal to pair with your video. So they're not just watching your video and then moving on, having them reach out to you through DM if that's how you want to connect or having them send you an email, however it is that you want them to do. The call to action ends up being pretty important in most of your marketing materials. So pairing whatever your video was, whether it's a testimonial or about you or whatever, having some strategy behind using the video to gain more traction with that audience is important. So in terms of distribution for your video, to sum it up, put it everywhere. Absolutely put okay. it everywhere. Why, why not put it everywhere? Yes, obviously you want to when you're creating the video, when, you, when you're thinking of the concept of what the purpose of this video campaign will be and what, what will it serve for my business, you obviously want to make sure that you target where your audience is consuming this information so you can create the content on, for that platform or that environment. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing that you should be doing. But once you create it and you hit that target audience or that market, whether it's Instagram, for example, or let's say you want to do a recruitment video, and you want to have it living on your website. So when people that are looking for a job, they come in and they see this video and they see what kind of environment they'll be working at. That same video is focused on your website. But then you have the ability to also use it as an ad on social media or LinkedIn or any of the other platforms that are out there to be able to get it out and get more attention from the type of people you want to come into your company. And yeah. if you've got like a five minute video on your website, you can have 15, 30 second clips that you take out of it that you can use for social media or even an ad. Choose the parts that reflect the best for you, obviously, but you can redistribute pieces. It doesn't have to be the whole. And then gauge what the interest is from those responses that you're getting on those different networks. So if you've got something living on Instagram and it's not particularly doing that great and you put it on LinkedIn, Maybe your audience is more interested on LinkedIn in that particular video. It doesn't mean that's where all of your audience is all the time, but testing out different platforms with the same content will help you narrow down where the audience is for that particular topic. And then you can focus future videos for that topic on that audience and maybe save yourself some time in creating the wrong topics for the other platforms. At this point, when you're distributing and you're putting this video out there in social media platforms, you can follow it up by behind the scenes kind of footage, mm -hmm. right? I mean, if you have a company doing the video production for you, you're obviously going to be there during the production to, to be part of the story or whether you want to just be there or it's, it's your organization that you happen to be walking around while they're filming. 
I always suggest, you know, that you get yourself or a staff member to kind of follow the production and just do some videos that you can save for later. And then when the video comes out, put in some fun clips, like look how funny this situation was and look what kind of video we made from this, right? Mm -hmm. Or look at the behind the scenes that were in there. Of course, on the day of the production, you can do little clips and put it up, but save some of them for when the video is completed and people have now seen production of this video, whether you've done it yourself or a professional, and then followed up with, look, this wasn't an easy production. We did a lot of work in making sure we get this message out to you. Your audience will appreciate it. Your audience will laugh. Your audience will connect with you a little bit better because you went through challenges to making sure that you chisel something out for them. And they'll appreciate that. And they'll actually come and say, like, you know, I saw the behind the scenes. That was pretty funny what happened in that scene. There's always something crazy that happens in a production. Why not capture it? And why not use that as an additional content to put out in the world but also creating relationship with them creating because now you have a personality and you know faces and and situations behind your brand that they might not otherwise known about absolutely and then i think the last point to touch on here is monitor it so don't just put out your content and then walk away make sure that you're figuring out what it's doing on your platforms so how many likes did it get how many shares did it get how many comments did it get is there a way of improving it in the next video? What was working and what wasn't? And then you can hopefully save yourself time on creating you know, a content that's not working for you by figuring out what is working for you. And the only way to do that is by looking at your insights. And it would be nice to create goals so you can work towards something. So if you got you know, 500 likes on this video, maybe try and optimize it and try and get 700 likes on your next video and keep working at it to make things better and reach your audience with what they're looking for more than just what you want to put out there. I agree completely because you do have to listen to feedback for you to improve whatever you're creating and make it better next time. Mm -hmm. Whether that's from comments, that's from likes, you get it from family and friends and people that see you, clients that come to work, to your business and talk about the, the content that they've seen. All that feedback is valuable information for you to be able to go and create your next series of marketing campaigns that will align with these people's, what triggered them to talk about it, which areas of the film that they, that they like, that they keep bringing up in a conversation. Mm -hmm. And one of the easiest ways to do that is to make it into a story on Instagram and put a poll or a question or some way that they can give you feedback on it. So post it to your, your Instagram in the actual feed and then put it up in the stories. And you can even do this multiple times. So share it to your story in two weeks, in four weeks, and then put a poll on it or a question or you know, ask them for feedback on it so you can make it better the next time for the audience that you're making it for. Completely agree. Excellent. Well, I think that wraps up our entire series on video marketing from Digital Nuggets. Look forward to hearing more from us about websites in our next series. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope you found it helpful. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your business friends who might enjoy it too. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to address, please feel free to reach out to us on Instagram or by email. You can find us at Digital Nuggets Podcast on Instagram or email us at digitalnuggetspodcast at gmail.com. And of course, you can listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. Digital Nuggets is brought to you by Rags to Reach His Digital Marketing, Co. Creative, and sponsored by the Fountainhead Network. Join us each week for a new digital marketing nugget. We can't wait to chat again. Mm -hmm.